0: fm podcast this is scott kesterson and tonight you're listening to everything is corrupted this war is real fighting is everything even though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will fear no evil tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword conviction righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students, they become the bards of war. Good evening patriots, and tonight is Wednesday, January 25th in the year 2023, though at times I feel like we've gone through a time warp into some future dystopian hell. Right out of the Twilight Zone. I'm looking for Rod Sterling to start introducing the show every night. It's just that insane. We are literally watching the world unravel and shift at a rate unprecedented, and probably in human history, we've never seen anything like this. And I, I really am not sure it has ever moved this fast and this insane, in this insanely. And behind the whole scenes of this, obviously, is the launch of these master AIs that are now in the public domain, which the retards of the world think are good to play with as they start to seize control of everything that we do and everything that we will function with. We're going to talk all about that and much more this evening. I want to make sure that everybody's really on, on point with understanding some of the risks that are coming at us. We have a financial risk, you have security risk, and you've got a food risk. And I would say on the top of all those things is food risk. So a couple of things on that. Number one, and I've talked about this, and it's underneath the podcast and every show, it's TreadLight. And I'm really encouraging you to head over to Treadlight and check them out. Treadlight is a broad fork manufacturer. It's a small company business. They are truly patriot to patriot. So you're not going through any middleman. They're designed by them. Broad forks are a wide digging fork that allows you to work in your beds without having your garden beds, without having to turn up the soil and disturb a lot of the microbiome that is there that is so essential for a healthy garden. Now, if you look at go underneath the podcast, you'll find the link, and it says... Treadlight broad forks. You can click on that link. Use your promo code, and there's free shipping uh, when you get over there on these on these broad forks. And this is the time to buy them. We're early, coming into early spring. The rush for gardening hasn't started yet, but it is going to be coming as people start to awaken to the necessity to have supplies and food. Food prices are going up. Eggs are becoming expensive. It's one of the big topics right now. We're going to talk about some of that tonight. And other things, obviously, our base core costs in food in the household is running upwards of 50 to 75% increase in, in cost. That's real inflation. So people are being hit hard, and they're having coming to an understanding that they're going to have to grow food. So as part of that, to, and I've made a relationship with Treadlight, I've used their product for over three years now. Outstanding quality. Highly recommend you check it out if you're doing any gardening. You'll be very satisfied with the product, and it's something once you buy it, you'll never need to buy another one. In addition to that, you need to make sure that you have a full complement of food supplies. And that means emergency food supplies on top of the things that you're storing and canning. Those are the sorts of food supplies that you can grab, throw in the back of the car if you have to. You know that they're always there. And these emergency food supplies are the the sort of issues that will endure for 20 plus years on the shelf. All of these things are important. And I've said before, when I bring on an advertiser or a sponsor, I don't randomly do it. I do it because it's very important for our time. And I look at the quality of the company, I look at the quality of the product, and I look at the fact that they're not tied to any major corporate insanity. We're trying to find good uh, people to work with us as we try to prepare for a big shift and build out an alternate economy. So part of that is my Patriot supply. They've got a great supply of food, st- food emergency food supplies. Keep in mind that a lot of what we're talking about here is dis is upheaval. We don't really know how this thing is playing out. We know that we're already seeing storms. We're already seeing all sorts of shifts in, in earthquakes. There is a, it looks to be a magnetic pole shift going on potentially. Lots of things happening, which means that we have to be flexible in the way we live our life. It means that we also have to be focused on the sorts of things of being able to adapt as consequences or dramatic issues arise. We've already know people in the Midwest, South. As well, and in California, even in Oregon, we've had fires, we've had hurricanes, we've had tornadoes. These are things that displace you very quickly. So having emergency food supplies on hand is critical and that's why I encourage you to check out My Patriot Supply. Patriots, you can hide your head in the sand or you can face the future head on. Those are your two options. If you want to remain free and self-reliant despite whatever happens in the world, you need to get yourself enough emergency food so you can survive the coming chaos in our society. You can fully expect food shortages if everything breaks down. And if you don't already have enough food on hand, you will regret it. So do yourself a favor and go to preparewithbards.com and save $200 on a three month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's largest preparedness company and they're knocking $200 off the regular price of their three month kit to help make it affordable for families who are feeling the pain of inflation right now. At this price, get one kit per person for your family. These kits are in stock and they ship fast and free. Save $200 per kit when you go to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. Patriots, I've said it so many times, food security is the foundation of personal sovereignty. So head on over to preparewithbards.com and take advantage of this amazing offer. Do it today. So two great companies to look out to help yourself prep as we get forward here. And we'll and we'll leave it at that. But Treadlight again, their the link is below with your promo code Bards. I swear it's going to be the most popular promo code on the entire web. I'm working on it too. And you've got, of course, my Patriot Supply. All right, let's just kind of start from the top and some things that have been going on and are pressing. Food is right on the top of there. These elites are using food as a weapon system. And literally what we're witnessing before our very eyes is they are in the process of weaponizing and polluting food to control us. Eggs are the latest. And in in their ever-pressing level for insanity, which this is what psychopaths do. They try to achieve new levels of insanity. And they do it well, by the way. I just want to tell you that when it comes to psychopaths and overachievers, those two things go hand in hand. All you have to do is pay attention to what's going on in Congress to appreciate just what miraculous things they're doing. But scientists now have decided and they're warning that eggs, yes, eggs. Now, I mind you, this has nothing to do with COVID, of course, has nothing to do with an injection that's killing people, causing myocarditis and wiping people out with blood clots. But no, it's not that. It's not. Please get this right. Please trust these scientists because they're telling you what the problem is. Thousands of people are being affected by eggs, which are causing sudden formation of blood clots in the human body. These same eggs that you've been eating your whole life, those same eggs that we grew up on, those same eggs, they are now going after the body in an aggressive way. The eggs have become sentient, I guess, and they don't like humans anymore. And so they're going after us. They're building blood clots like little, little munchkins inside of you. And they're causing brain damage, and they're probably causing heart attacks, too. Who knows? So eggs, please be alert of eggs. But don't worry, because Bill Gates is to the rescue. Because several years ago, well before this ever happened, Bill Gates, the great visionary of the future, who seems to know everything before it happens, you have to admit, this guy's unbelievable. He knew COVID was coming before it came. He was able to get ahead and help the drug companies build the drug. They would kill off half of humanity in the name of saving them. He's been able to anticipate polio by giving people shots and then suddenly polio arises. I don't know how that happens. He's been able to anticipate autism by encouraging all sorts of difficulties that they're going to need to come up with cures as children develop these random events of autism after they've gotten these great injections and Bill Gates has been responsible for building. And one of the things he's working on now, you got it. That's right. He's working on artificial eggs, because he knew, like you know, like we all know, there's nothing more dangerous than a real chicken egg. They will suddenly crawl out of the the hen house, walk onto your plate, jump into your stomach, and start causing you to develop blood clots and other issues. Yep, it's a dangerous world out there, people. Be careful. Ride carefully. Watch out for those random eggs. Now, on top of that, we have... Other news about myocarditis, because I don't know if you realize this, but it's not myocarditis that we're dealing with. We're talking about mild myocarditis. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Just put that aside. And if you hear of somebody that has somebody says, I have myocarditis, just give them a big hug and say, no, you don't. You have mild myocarditis. And then whisper these things in their ear. Because the thing is that mild myocarditis and myocarditis are kind of close to each other. Kind of similar. Myocarditis kills one in every five people in this first year. And I guess it's okay. I guess mild my, myocarditis does the same thing. We just like to make it soften a little bit. So whisper this in their ear You have mild myocarditis? Well, I've got some good news for you. One in every five people who get myocarditis die within the first year. And one in every two people who get myocarditis will die within five years. So have you made a will? Have you? And by the way, I like that car of yours. Do you mind if I put my name on it or something else? Take advantage of this great opportunity. This is an opportunity to expand your wealth and expand your friendships. Build great friendships. Encourage people to put them in your they put you in their will. <laughs> we are in such a sick world. I swear, such inverted and upside-down insanity and it just never ceases to amaze me. But the truth is, there is no such thing as mild myocarditis. And what these Luciferian psychopaths are up to these days, you have no idea some days how hard it is for me to use nice language, but I'm working on it constantly. I'm talking to Father. He's like, don't say that. I'm like, I know, but I want to. Anyway, these psychopaths are creating a new term, mild myocarditis. Mild. It doesn't exist. Okay, but this is all kind of like giving somebody castor oil on their breakfast cereal and, you know, it tastes bad. So you just put on a ton of sugar. It's still going to be the same thing, but you just quite don't taste it the same way. Pretty much it. So we're dealing with a rebranding of myocarditis, which now you're going to get mild myocarditis. Don't, Don't worry, they won't let you down. Because if you have myocarditis, like I said, you're one in five chance you're gonna die in the first year and you're one in every two that you're gonna die within five years. And if you didn't have life insurance before you got it, you're not going to get life insurance after you got it. So you're kind of screwed, going both ways. but good luck on that. Now in a place in a post that came out today from Daily Veracity staff, they have identified that what COVID probably is and its core, based on some leaked top secret documents, it was that the CIA was trying to achieve a total surveillance state. We know that. That's why we have been talking and what we've been talking about now for three years with the graphene oxide, the hydrogel, the nanotech, all of these things putting into people. The problem is it's not working out real well. And there are other elements to this that seem to be affecting brain chemistry, obviously, because it's breaking the blood-brain barrier, And it is increasingly looking like whatever they're putting in people is opening up portals for demons to enter and become part of you. So, and I say this in absolute seriousness, there's no tongue in cheek to anything I'm going to say next. If you have taken a shot, because I know we have a lot of new people into bars nation and we welcome you. We're truly happy you're here. If you've taken the shot, we're hard on that. It's a topic we beat hard on, but I want you to hear what I'm going to say. Or if you know somebody that's taken the shot. These people need to repent. And I'm not saying that in a like gotta get the numbers up. I don't care what I don't run numbers. I'm only worried about one thing saving people's souls. There is a dimensional piece to this, there is a demonic dimensional piece to this that is real. And the only way to fix it is to get on your knees, start praying. And I don't mean just like, oh, I'm going to put in 30 minutes. Your whole life just changed if you want to be saved. Because there's something in this thing that is increasingly showing that demonic possession is part of the process. So if you know somebody, if you're hesitant on demons, okay, whatever. You know I'm not. But I, I can't see any downside to getting people to get down on their knees and start repenting to Jesus and accepting Christ in their life and start getting themselves right with God. Because this is no joke, folks. They are changing their strategy so quickly right now, and and you look at it, you have to understand that whatever's happening, they're panicked about what's coming, but their quotas are apparently looking pretty good because they're tempering down the insistence on this injection, and instead of trying to expand the reach of the injection, they're trying to reinforce the injection within the body that they already have. That should put an alarm set on everybody. Because the aggressive push to get it out there, to expand beyond the reach, this is sounding a whole lot like a harvest on the negative side. And that means that all of those people that take it, they're trying to get them to take more of it. So I don't know whether this means a coming zombie apocalypse or whether this means that they're all ready to harvest souls. But there's only going to be one ultimate way through this, and that's going to be getting people right with God, and that means starting with repenting. There's an interesting post that came out by Woody Harrelson. I'll just read it. We live in a completely corrupted world where every government is just a bunch of businessmen working for a bigger bunch of businessmen, and none of them give a shite about the people. That said, I'm sorry, the sad fact is no one knows how to change it because no one knows how to take on the corporations. Well, I don't agree with that last part. Because the answer to this has never been difficult. It just takes dedication and commitment. So as we start to look at the food supply, and I think this is where we really zero in on this, is the food supply is becoming increasingly corrupted. They're pushing now the mRNA vaccinations for cattle in the mass, produ- in the mass production fields. And that's going to, the idea is to get that mRNA into the meat so that people are digesting it. And if there is, I mean, this is literally like one of these things. You're gonna to expect to go into your butcher and get a slice of meat, bring it home, put it on the counter, and the thing's gonna start breathing or wiggling. Because the right frequency in your house is gonna trigger the graphene oxide. The mRNA is gonna kick in and you're gonna watch this thing crawl off of its off of your wrapper into your pan and fry itself. And I you know, I say that a little bit kidding, but I'm really not kidding because the potential of what's in this stuff is still is activates the graphene oxide activates within frequency and it has a life of its own so this is one of the first times that we've actually seen anything truly man-made that has some form of sentient capability that they're injecting into people so start thinking really critically about every possible way you can limit your your connection with commercially grown or consumed anything. And that means life changes. Now, in a bigger architecture of this, if you want to sit back and look at this, because it feels like the world is falling apart. The answer is it is. Because everything in this Tower of Babylon, in this Empire of Babylon, is corrupted. Everything. And you're not going to fix any of it. We are not. The only way that this ultimately works is the system has to itself crumble and fall to the ground. So that means that it's a race to the bottom right now, which sounds crazy, except that that's to our advantage and it's to the advantage of the evil side, the the Luciferian psychopaths. They also want it burning to the ground. And the question is what are the choices we're going to make as this thing plummets into the bowels, into the abyss? If we follow their way, we stay in the abyss and we walk into a greater enslavement, which will be bridged by AI. If and robotics, if we follow God's path, we're breaking away from the obedience and enslavement of their system. We've maintained a, a distance from their infection, which they're trying to inject in everybody's veins, and we're building out a, a self-reliance that's preserving everything we can within the integrity of the food and life that God gave us, the blessings there. And then we are rebuilding upwards. Nowhere in either of those equations is it easy. One is going to be advertised as easy because they're going to give people the entertainment that they enjoy, like chat GBT AI garbage, that they can have fun playing with themselves as they write in stuff and watch what the chat GBT gives back. But the real time right now is pressing. Every minute we have on this earth is becoming critical and not wasting that time is, is ever more important. So we have to be focused on skills and skill development as we move forward. And that's a whole range of things because we have to start looking towards a transition. And as we transition, there will be small innovations. And as we do small innovations, as we come together more and more geographically, we will discover larger innovations. I had a conversation with a couple of friends the last couple of days, and I've said the same thing. My comment was this. In fact, I talked to uh, Carrie Madej about this this morning, that if we were to take Bard's nation alone, and we took all the talent that was here and we put it into a common geographic area, a county of enough size, that if we, what we would witness would be one of the most inspiring, innovative moments in human history. And I mean this because people are motivated not to be part of the B system. There is an unbelievable range of talent within the ranks. And even small things become big things. There's people that are amazing at doing tinctures. There's people that are amazing at building things. People that are great at welding. People that are great at fabricating. There's people that do robotics. There's people that are great in information technologies. There's people that are good at gardening and others that are doing animal husbandry. There's just a range of things, tapestry, quilts, sewing, you name it. There's printing. There's everything out there. All these skills are there. And the thing is, is the more people come together, the more you would find how many more skills we have when we come collectively to work on big problems. I swear you take Bards Nation, we could reinvent an entire county probably in about two years to a self-sufficient utopia. But we're not there. Not yet. And in the meantime, we have to watch and navigate around this Babylonian hell that we're in, this architecture that is crumbling and falling. And to navigate that, we have to be adaptive. Adaptive is going to be one of the most critical aspects of everybody's life. Not to be fixated on one single thing, but rather be adaptive to the events that come at you. I would highly encourage people not to obsess about end of world prophecies. Even if you've had visions of things negative coming, you can't control it. Don't worry about it. Keep moving. But do be diligent in the sense of preparing. There's going to be, uh, there is a lot of shift happening. We had an earthquake today, for example, off the coast of California that has people asking questions like what's coming. I have no idea what's coming. I just know that the earthquake rattled Los Angeles And it was followed by multiple aftershocks. So that was a preliminary 4.2 magnitude earthquake that rattled the people awake across Los Angeles this morning. The quake struck around 2 a.m. local time and was centered offshore about 10 miles south of Malibu Beach. And west of Los Angeles at a depth of 9.2 miles, according to U.S. Geological Services. It was real. I had people contacting me this morning. So it's not like it's an a false flag or news exaggerating things. It was real. And this leads people to draw media conclusions. Like there's going to be a big one in California. I grew up hearing the big one was supposed to happen about 50 times. It hasn't happened yet, though I will tell you I have great friends down there, but there's parts of California that if you, they became sunk into the ocean, I wouldn't dive down to find it. I'll just leave it there and be like, Oh, you're down there. Huh? That's too bad. Okay. Well, enjoy the fish. But at the same time, there's going to be a lot of these events. These events are accelerating, and the media is going to be pressing on them, and you're going to see some really just the media reporting right now is all across the board. Headlines today. Headlines. This is what you know gets me. Headlines. President Trump got his Facebook page back. I'm like, uh, yeah, and that's a big deal. But it is a big deal in this chaos of news because it's all these things that people keep looking for for the signs of the Messiah or something to come, which is ridiculous. The only true patriot white hats are us. We are the ones. Like it or hate it, you got elected, you got nominated, you're part of the movement, Now buckle up and get ready to fight. And you are fighting every single day. Part of fighting is preparing. Part of fighting is being informationally accurate. Part of fighting is pushing truth forward. Part of fighting is growing your garden. Part of fighting is storing food. Part of fighting is making sure you've got a, a Bible study group or a home church. Part of fighting is getting involved in getting your skills and gifts and talents up so that you're not dependent on a corporate yoke. So when they sever that paycheck, you're not going to be end up here stranded and having to be forced to take the universal basic income in your digital tag to get to your bank account. Part of fighting is being responsible in your health and wellness and looking at some of the innovations that are happening and how to continue to improve that, to maintain that in what is a hostile environment. You know that in the military, if a soldier gets sunburned, it's it can be issued an article 15, which is a pretty severe punishment. That means they can lose, they can be docked or pay massively. They can even get extra duty and it doesn't work well for promotions later on. That's if a soldier gets sunburned. Now, why do I bring that up? Because every single person out here right now is a soldier in this fight. And each person has a personal responsibility that's no one else's. And we've gone over the seven pillars of county by county, but I want to review them because this is every soldier's basic responsibility. You have the responsibility of a home church or home Bible study of some fashion. That is Center to everything we're going to do. Every single movement in this world that has failed has failed because of one primary thing in, the, in our lifetimes. It's because they don't keep their focus and their center on God. Homeschooling, very important. Whether you are, have children that you can homeschool or whether you can help ch- people that do homeschool, those are aspects to where we become resources and we build community through that to help families and to ensure that kids are not indoctrinated. What children we can save are the future for this world, and the more that we can save them, the better. Patriot gardens absolutely essential. People need to be growing food, in any capacity. I've talked at length about that. We'll talk much more about that in the coming weeks. But the point is that growing food is central to this. You should be planning your garden right now. You should be looking for the resources you need to grow a garden. If you don't, if you're in an apartment, you can grow. Everybody can grow something. Get grow lights, you can grow things. If you're in an apartment, you can grow mushrooms in a closet. That's a really healthy one, too, if you choose the right ones. All sorts of things you can do. And if you're, in a, if you're in a small house, a condo, an apartment, something where you don't have much of a yard, look for a community garden. I've told you stories of one guy that I've come across that went door-to-door with people and asked them if he could do a garden for them. And in the process, he created a garden garden uh, collective loosely, where every garden he took a small share form for, and he the people of the house got a garden that he tended to, and then he took a small crop share from it for his time. That's all he charged. And they were happy to have it. Really innovative ideas. So we continue to look for these opportunities, if you can, to turn land into a gardening space. And part of that is the stewardship that we're doing is far greater than just the garden. We're trying to reclaim the land. We're trying to revitalize that gift that God gave us in the land to make it healthy and rich soil again. It can be done, and it can be done very quickly. But you have to, it's a lot of hard back work, but it's necessary, and it's what becomes a lifeline for as we move forward here. Everything that they're looking at in the plant world, in the consumptive world, they are trying to infect. Footnote on this right now if you are one that buys chips or you buy processed foods of any kind and i think everybody at one point or another buys some processed stuff you need to be reading the labels the labels right now are increasingly showing the presence of bug protein cricket protein mealworm protein all sorts of other good stuff and i'm i know you're all excited about that i know that I, as i said that i could already hear the the excitement of wanting to run out to costco and read the labels to find that latest green vegetable chip with cricket protein in it. Mm Mm-mm, yum. Sounds so good, make yourself some quick cricket bread with a little bit of mealworm spread right there, and maybe have some cricket butter while you're at it. They are trying to force bugs on the public, and that is what you have to, we have the responsibility of paying attention to everything we eat. When we get into the issues of food and beyond just the garden, and we're talking about some animal husbandry stuff, critical to these issues because they know they're big on proteins notice what they're doing they're trying to corrupt the vegetable side leaf products tomatoes everything that they can and and the discussions right now are to put vaccines in the the food that you eat that's a bill gates innovation right there thank you bill but they're trying to do that and they're having some success with that down in california Probably a Cal State Berkeley or something like that or Davis or one of those crazy schools. So the other side of this is now they're going after the the power proteins. So that would be eggs, which eggs are super healthy for you. They're going after beef. They're going after pork. And they're going after poultry. And I'm sure that they are going to go after fish. They'll probably start spraying mRNA in our oceans or something. Who knows? But remember that a lot of your fish anyway are being farm-raised. So who knows what they're being fed? So we need to really get back to some fundamentals. So I just want to throw these out for you to research and find the ones that are right for you. Okay, chickens are pretty easy to raise, and I'll be adding chickens myself this year. Our neighbor across the street has chickens. It's they're pretty low low maintenance, and they're a good producer for eggs and meat both. Ducks are another good one. They're a little faster growing. The eggs are a bit bigger. You get a little more robust meat out of it, but they require a little different type of maintenance. You have Another aspect to look at is doing aqua farming. So you can do fish in in small spaces. That can be done. That's a. It takes a little more maintenance and it takes a bit of an investment, but that's a way to grow your own protein and fish in a rel- or protein in a small space and relatively quickly too. Because you can grow some pretty good sized fish in a small t- in a relatively small tank. Now small is not like five gallons. You're talking probably fifty gallons to hundred gallons or more, and probably a bit more. And I'm not an expert on it. You can look at opportunities to grow other types of animals. Rabbits are an easy one. They grow fast, breed fast, but you've got to, you just have to take time to learn it. And you get benefits. There's always pros and cons to each one of these, right? The sooner you get started in this stuff, the better. Because what it becomes is we're trying to build out a capacity, not just for ourselves, but to be able to help others in this network because people are going to be becoming increasingly aware. And sadly, what the elites are doing right now is they're cornering the best of the food for themselves naturally. Prices on that food will go up and become increasingly less affordable or unattainable to many people. Milk is a big one. Milk is a difficult one. And, and people become very dependent on milk. I would say that milk is probably one of those things you can live without if you can get a good, healthy source of eggs and meat. But if one is needing milk and cheese, those sorts of things, from a small space perspective, goats are good, though I'm not a big one on goat milk. My dad keeps telling me, son, you're going to like this particular goat. I'm like, I don't like goat milk, but I can survive and adapt. I've eaten more goat in my life than ever thought possible. I sat there and ate goat in Afghanistan with rice and bread, and I survived just fine. Anyway, so these are just adaptive issues to be looking at in your space. Maximize what you have in your house. Maximize it. It's important because your space becomes your domain and your kingdom. And that goes along with protecting it as well. So in those three pillars, we're down to number four then, which is right work. That's pillar number four. You've got to get your get your talents and gifts going so that you can do something to barter, trade, do work in such a way that you're not dependent upon this corporate or government type agency that you're working for. And that's not easy and it's not going to be a quick transition. I hope people have started this. I talked about this two, three years ago and the urgency of it then. It hasn't got any less urgent. But this is all going to be based on gifts and talents. Skills that you have. Build hard skills. Focus on one thing, if nothing else. Just one thing you can be exceptionally good at. Maybe it's repairing cars. Maybe it's fixing ham radios. I don't know. Maybe it's welding. Take a welding class. Learn how to solder. It's another great loss skill. Learn how to do electrical. Be good at it. Community college extension classes, free classes online. Tons of stuff out here. Just don't be digging into so much of the digital stuff because we don't, that's going to be a nefarious world here pretty quick. It already is. So right work is to pivot yourself into more of a focus on what you need to do to survive outside of the main corporate body, government controlled socialist system, this corporatocracy. One of the questions that comes up constantly in this model is what are we going to do about trade and what are we going to do about money? This is where we're going to have to start thinking differently we have become dependent upon a fiat money system where we get, we use our labor. The labor gets a value, which the government sets the value. That's the base value, which your labor is worth so much dollars per hour. Where they get that? They, it's literally like abracadabra. There you go, poof. It's it's money magic stuff. And then people say, well, then I don't know what to do because I I have to these bills to pay. Look, one of the big things here is there is a push to try to get. It should have been a push always for people to pay their debts down. It's not been easy in the last three years, but that should be have been and should constantly be a major push. So I don't have answers for everybody's specific case. But each person is going to have to start looking at what you have, what you are potentially going to lose in a society where they're going to give you an option to either play their game or take it away and how you can adapt. You have to think differently. And this is also about building community within patriots because there's a great control. There's a great network of people that want to build together. And so that means if you are one of those that's needing to migrate into another living environment, you better be bringing some skills. And I mean that. So whatever those skills are, that's where skills become exceedingly important because you can have a way to barter and trade your way through. The carpetbaggers, by the way, were... Unbelievable tradesmen and craftsmen during the Depression era. And they were known because they had, if you've ever looked at what a carpet bag is, it's like a small uh, folding suitcase like the size of a duffel bag. I say folding. It's kind of got an accordion opening mouth to it. And they would carry, and, it was, and they used, a, uh, it looked like a carpet. It's my, my understanding is they were using the carpet material to build these bags originally. So that's where they got a carpet bag name. They would have their tools inside of there, and they would move across the country looking for work and food and places to be. And I'm not encouraging you do that, but the point is they had the skills that when things got tough to be able to work anywhere and do anything that was needed, whether it was a small craft at a house or a building, repairing something, to be able to work their way through and out of problems. Everybody needs to have some base skills. I I will credit my father so much in the one thing that he did with me early on, and this is because he was a remodeling contractor, and he told me early on, at least when you leave this house, you will have enough base skills to always put food on the plate. And he's right. Those skills are rough now. They're not nearly as polished as they were at one point in my life, but I have all my tools, and it's very easy to resurrect those and use those in certain ways. So everybody needs to be looking at that right now and doing that. And expand what you have. Don't just stay fixated on the things that you know. Try to get more knowledge in you. Take a welding class, like I said. Take, do something to learn about farming. Learn about, try learning about running cows when you haven't run cows before. There's a good one. I think that we just moved them to the upper pasture. They're actually pretty smart when we open up the gates and say, go eat grass. They run away into the new field. But anyway, that's a whole nother story. So that's your right work. Your next one is health and wellness, and health and wellness is critical because the hospital systems right now are beginning to already quake. The economic system is shaking, and at the core of this is an insurance system that isn't working much anymore. We have an overload of hospitals in the negative side because they are the purveyors of death these days. You have doctors that are wanting to hang on to their job and still promoting things like get healthy by taking another vax, or don't worry, you have mild myocarditis and that sort of garbage. But hospitals are are becoming increasingly distrusted, and as that migration begins to leave, their economic base starts to shudder, and you're going to see likely many hospitals, and some are already closing their doors because financially they can't sustain. That means that even from critical care point of view, people have to start thinking about things differently. All right. So one of those things is to get skills on trauma, your basics of taking care of your health and wellness. That's pretty much available. And the resources I will just tell people, if you are not connected to Bars Nation and the Telegram side, do so. We have amazing talent within our ranks. And there is people that have gained immense knowledge and are sharing it daily on how to keep your immune system strong, how to deal with ailments, Looking at the body through a parasitic lens, which is really important. Doctor Lee Merritt's doing that as well. You can go to Doctor Lee Merritt's site and pull down her protocols for free. She also has resources on how to get medications that you need outside of the country, which is still legal. Go to Doctor Carrie. It's and I'll explain. Doctor, it's not she's not using doctor anymore. You'll hear about that tomorrow in the interview. But anyway, go to Carrie Mades' site, and she's got protocols to keep yourself healthy. Right. There's all these protocols out there. And we don't have to be reliant on refined or manufactured or pharmaceutical product grade goods and services. You need to be looking at herbalism, tinctures, other natural remedies to try to boost your immune system and keep yourself low and the parasitic side and healthy, which also means you need an exercise program and a good understanding of what is healthy eating. It all circles back. Our diet and what we eat, what we put in our body is critical. Fasting is an important piece, although this is part of health and wellness. And we have to go back to look at old ways before we start charging forward. What they want us to do is not look back. They want us to look forward and accept that these new injections are all part of the health of the future by sticking us with mRNA and other artificial things inside of us, which ultimately is all about controlling people. Your next one is informed action. And at the core of informed action is building resource libraries and not just digital. And I've said this many times, if you're building digital resource libraries, make sure you're keeping them and storing them offline. Likely, a good idea is to store those in a Faraday bag. Put them on disks, drives, some fashion that are not going to be outdated. USB drives are good if they're secure, but keep in mind that over time, all digital things, all digital files degrade. Okay, that's just the issue of digital. One of the worst tricks ever pulled on the public is when they moved to digital film, they didn't tell people that when they stored things on CDs, that over approximately five years, most CDs degrade down to where pictures that people were getting rid of their picture files and dumping them onto CDs, those pictures will degrade naturally and not be recoverable. Archival-based digital storage, which is things like Blu-ray, is not very common it's hard to use and it's but it's about the only thing that preserves your stuff long enough in a digital realm and then you always need a reader to see it if you get if you're going to build resource libraries i would highly encourage paper libraries meaning books and it's good to have some things on pdfs and things like that that are easily portable on a stick especially but if you do that again that's sort of that digital side needs to be protected from any sort of EMP or some sort of solar surge or something like that. Even a surge through the power grid like they were doing in Tennessee where they were shutting it off. This was just a little while ago. I guess it was Kentucky. A little while ago, they were shutting the power off for an hour and then they would, or 15 minutes, I'm sorry, every hour, they would turn the power off for 15 minutes and then kick it back on. That type of surging will fry your circuit boards. When I was in Afghanistan, they were working, they had a generator running one of the areas I was at in, on one of the bases. And the guys did a surge on the generator, did it wrong. And they literally, thank goodness, I had a surge protector on. It fried every surge protector in the series of, of buildings we were in. And many people that didn't have their surge protector on completely fried their laptops. This stuff isn't uncommon, especially since we see the fragility of our grids. We are literally dealing in a very fragile state with our grid infrastructure. And this is the point is the whole global system right now is crumbling. Part of that is to inconvenience people so much that they're begging to have it restored. And that's something that they want and we have to take advantage of. That's the race to the bottom concept, right? And then the last one is stewardship and conservation. Everything that we do, we need to be looking at how to maximize how we can get more use out of it so whether it's your biomass in your garden where you're looking at growing things and then you're recycling that to create compost so it's hard and you're having to be a, you can create a self-sustained environment or at least reducing your outer inputs to put in your garden because as more people garden those demands on those other things increase maybe it's the way you use electricity in the house or if you're going to ha- and you have to get in that mindset because if we are down on power You need to be able to have a generator that's going to run things. What are those critical things that's going to run? How are you going to hook up to it? What is it that you can do and not do? What are you dependent on? Again, paper libraries are better because you're not going to have to draw power to read through the things you might need to know, right? So again, conservation and stewardship is also about improving and maximizing everything that God gave us. That goes everything from the resources of of finance that we're given to the resources of fuel to the resources of our home to every every resources of our clothing. Are you able to sew? Do you have a sewing machine? Can you sew? And if you sew, are you able to make pants? Are you able to make shirts? Are you able to make jackets? Can you repair a tear in a pair of socks? Can you repair this is this is stuff in the depression area was even a second thought. Everybody had these skills Today. It's not a second thought. My parents represent the generation that were kind of the last of knowing all these skills is just native to the way they work. My generation is X generation or Generation X. We have many of them, but we were diminishing. And then the new generation, heck, I, I don't even know sometimes that they can pick their nose without looking at an app. So there's a lot of degrading of skills that has happened intentionally to make us bring us to a point where we are literally at. And depend, they're trying to use that dependency to break us, and all of this is possible to get through. And it's and the other thing I just want to add here is it's not an ur, like the urgency is where you have to step back from this because urgency leads to anxiety, anxiety leads to negative emotions like panic, fear, even hatred. Don't be anxious. Be steady. There's a laundry list of things every one of us needs to be looking at. I have one. I work on it every day to some fashion. Some days more successfully than others. But every day we're nicking away. You should have an objective list of what you're looking at every day and what you're trying to achieve in the long run. What's your year's goal? What type of skills are you wanting to learn this year? I can tell you mine right off the top. Beekeeping, raising chickens, and setting up the butchery for the cattle. On top of that, completing a, as a uh, audio engineering certificate and getting my pilot's license by the end of the year and becoming proficient in ham radio. Those are my top six. Okay. So every one of those is there. And then I add to that other things like getting my, my tactical kits to reset. Those are just kind of add ons becoming better at my hunting skills, becoming better at hunt at, at shooting and, and archery through the year. Those are ongoing development skills. So they, these are things that you should be able to nick off, like what's your top three, top six, top 10 items that you're focused on? What's your schedule and when they're going to roll out? When are you going to be targeting to do them? What does it look like in your year plan? Because if you have that and you have the at least the reading resources to go to it, even if the world falls apart or things go crazy, as, this, as we watch this continued de- degradation and collapse of an architecture of a system that is broken and long past its lifespan, you have a way to continue to pursue those whether without needing the internet or without needing to uh, do some sort of digital anything. So keep that in mind as you build your plan. And these are important perspectives to keep your plan focused. And above all, make sure you're also maintaining your health and fitness. There's nothing worse Than being in a crisis point and your your overall body health is down or you can't, you're not mobile because you haven't taken good health of yourself. There is, when we start to see upheavals and things, and I don't mean like social unrest though, that's probable as we move forward with some of this stuff, we are definitely having to look at even displacement by weather and other sorts of geological activities. The earth is in chaos right now. Their brand is chaos. The earth is in chaos. You just have to accept that. And that becomes our new normal is chaos. But what they're trying to do, like I said, is to use that chaos and that chaotic moment to force people into their way of complying. So if you want to have food, if you want to have money, if you want to have their way of being, and you want to be in their system, you're going to have to accept a chip. You're going to have to accept a digital ID. You're going to have to, you will accept their UBI, your universal basic income, which will tie you into the whole system of social credit score. That's what they want. And that way they can control you. That's not what we need. We need strong patriots that are willing to, can adapt and can push back on this and not be. And we have a window right now where they don't have enough of the architectural grab on the whole thing, though they're trying to engineer so much squeeze that most everybody has to comply. They're not there yet. And the more that we push back now, the more successful we're going to be. Keep in mind that the debt ceiling is a big one. We have now hit the debt ceiling. And in discussions today, Rand Paul and others have said very clearly that they are not going to just raise the debt ceiling. Well, what that means is that Yellen now has the authority to start seizing your tax refunds. So if you're expecting a tax refund, boy, I've been talking about this for a while, right? You may not get it this year. So don't count on it because they have the right to seize it and hold it because that's how the system works. That's they own the system, you're just a slave. Banks have a right to take money out of your account as things get squeezing. If you have any question about that, pay attention to the transfers that have been happening on Zelle with American uh, Bank of America and how money is disappearing out of people's accounts. These are really big issues. Banks have, and Bank of America has openly said that they can shut a bank account down without cause. So, as much as you can, keep cash and other precious metals on hand, and work out of a credit union if you can. Those are better choices, better options. It keeps it more local. You have to keep in mind as well that if they see, keep this debt ceiling tight, one of the things they can also do is take away money from things like Social Security. They can freeze that. They've openly said they can, and they can freeze money from EBT, which is your welfare welfare payments for food. That's your food stamp program now. And that's that's nightmarish right there, because there's a lot of people that that is their sole source of sustenance. You are dealing with a level of evil in this world that is beyond anything. And this is why I say when you have the capacity to build up and to have resources with yourself, do so, because in order for us to survive this, this is not going to be about me or you standing individually. We are going to have to come together and work together to overcome the, the obstacles that they put before us. But that's part of the glory of being who we are, because God created us with that sort of inspiration and that sort of attitude that we can overcome anything. So all these things that I'm laying out are just out there. There's not, I don't say, I mean, like they're before us. They're not crazy ideas. We're not talking about the conspiracy theories of any kind, whatever's left of those. They always seem to turn out to be true anyway. We're not talking about white hats running in on white horses to save everybody and turn the day around. We're not talking about Planet Nibiru coming with a bunch of aliens landing and the, and the fallen walking around between us and slaying us and throwing us into human prisons. I don't know. <laughs> you can go read about that stuff if you want. There's plenty of it out there. We're talking about pragmatic, practical, common sense stuff because what we do know is what's before us and what we do know is that the world is changing and if you're not being focused on that to understand that you have a responsibility like every soldier to adapt to the fight, you become a liability on the battlefield and a liability on the battlefield gets left behind. It's that simple. Okay? I don't mean to be brutal about it, but at the end of the day, a unit only moves as fast as its weakest link, and if the weakest link becomes so weak that the whole unit gets, is, is at risk, then there has to be a sever a severing of connection. That's, that's just fundamentals in the, in the art of war. So don't be a weak link. Be strong. Be focused. Do everything you can, and if you are in a position and many people I hear this a lot like I don't have money to do this I understand this isn't a pitch for for people of wealth I don't talk a channel like that you want to do that go over listen to George Soros or somebody else we're talking about pragmatic issues Nancy Pelosi will talk to you about buying ice cream she's a good one if you want to talk about wealthy snobs that are displaced in the in reality but the the idea here is that Everybody has a place you can fit in. Everybody has a purpose because God has you here. And if you are struggling with what that purpose is, begin on some skills that you can afford to do and do before you and let them lead you and let God lead you. I will hope at this point in time, at least the core people in Bard's Nation, from what I can tell, have not sat idle. So that is for those that are new to the channel or coming to the channel now and asking questions, we have created a community of resource that has been our objective from the beginning. We don't heart, we don't covet stuff. We share stuff. We're open because we want everybody to succeed. The success of everybody makes the entire movement strong. So don't hesitate to ask questions. There are people, there's plenty of resources in our community that there that are help that will help. And if there's one group of people that I constantly come across that are always there to help, it's those in BART's nation. So, We need as a community to continue to do that and our responsibility within our living, active communities near where we live, we also need to extend the same grace. Because this is how we become agents of change in the most phenomenal way. And in the time of crisis, in the time where things become unstable and uncertain, when you have President Trump telling people that he didn't know who Silk was, which I'm still trying to get over that one. I'm really thinking there's a dementia moment here that just happened, but I don't know. Either that or Rod Sterling literally took over the matrix. But other than that, besides the fact that nothing adds up in our world and we're watching crazy things happen every single day, that leaves people uncertain and unsure where they're going. And so in doing that, we have the responsibility and the capability and the resources, at least in knowledge, to be able to share with people, to give them a guided direction and to give them some assurance that we can all get through this together. I'm not doing this we're all in this together. Yeah, that's that's a given. Hold humanities in the middle of this toilet bowl and we're all trying to swim around the big turds that are floating in trying to sink us. And I don't like it, neither do you. But we can get through this together and we can rise up from this together and truly overcome this in the most amazing way. Patriots, let's pray. Father, we want to thank you just for the blessing of strength and courage that you continue to give us. And it is absolutely one of the greatest gifts that we have as we face these times of uncertainty. You've given us eyes to see and you've given us the gift of seeing this evil as it is. It's true face. Nothing that was in darkness is left there. It's all exposed to light. And it is continues to show itself. We see the deceit. We see the, the, the evil hearts. We see the people that have no intent other than themselves constantly around us. What we pray for tonight, Father, is the continued strength in this movement of people that are coming together. They're literally migrating and building a greater fellowship to seek that common common way of thinking, to put you first on all that we do, to put our heart and love there, guided by your wisdom, walking by faith, not by sight. And yet being aware of the gifts and talents that we have, some of them nascent, some of them well-developed, that need to be matured in this time with a a certain measure of urgency. So Father, we pray for that inspiration. We pray for those opportunities. We pray for the, the clarity of where we need to go, each one of us, as we continue to push forward to raise up this army to make it stronger, more resilient, more adaptive, to lead and bridge the way to the future as we continue to walk in the light of kingdom and, as a, and reach for kingdom authority on a world that is truly being infested and infected by a Luciferian psychopathic cabal of people. For that, we pray for their absolute destruction, but we trust in you for that justice as we walk forward in the body of Christ. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. That is one thing to close tonight, and that's the comment on prayer. I know everybody prays, but let's not ever forget how important prayer is. Our intentions are real. We have prayed for this nation to wake up. We've done this for three or four years. And the interesting thing is that's actually happening. And I'm not taking credit. You shouldn't take credit, but as a collective whole, the more that we pray for this nation to wake up, part of waking up is that we're able to see the evil. And as people see the evil, they're able to make a clear choice. At the center of that is our true faith in the Lord and what we're trying to accomplish in this mission. This mission isn't about creating a nation that's got a cleaned up political system so that we end up with more lobbyists to corrupt new politicians. Or for more people to get pork barrel projects so they can build some garbage in their county and make sure that they at the same time get some fancy house up on the hill. We need to end that. What we're trying to get back to now is a nation that's truly centered on the rock of faith, that reestablishes its moral compass to go back with its eyes on God and truly a belief and humbleness before Jesus. Ultimately, that mission is there. If anything else that we are working on, that's our azimuth. And to get there, that requires a dutiful, Prayer focus every day. Ourselves, God knows. He knows our heart. When we get in those crises, we can talk to Him. But we need to be pushing our prayers daily for a greater vision because collectively our prayers are being heard. We may not like the pace and timing of things, we may not like the way it's unfolding, but I will tell you if you look around and you're honest in your heart, you and I can all agree. That the only reason this is happening the way it is, that we're not in a worse state of affairs, but rather witnessing the most amazing reveal of evil in the history of man is because God is hearing us and God is moving and his children are crying out. Never bow to evil. That's the key. But keep your eyes on the cross and keep praying because it's so important and be vigilant and strong in building your gifts and talents and your skills. This is a time, a year to prepare and to take back what they have tried to steal. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now.